is the Three Preachers Podcast, featuring three preachers talking about life, church, and of course, the Word of God. And now, welcome to the Three Preachers Podcast. I said a hip hop, the hip it, the hip it, the hip hip hop, you don't stop the rock and do the bang bang boogie, say up, jump the boogie, do the rhythm of the boogie. Welcome to the Three Preachers Podcast. We are back for another week. Here I, I am David, being uh, being David, obviously, am here with the elite minister, Chris Jones. <laughs> yeah. You, nobody can see your thumbs up, Chris. You have to speak. It's a podcast. We've talked about this. Ha. Oh, jeez. And, of course, sitting directly across from Chris Jones is the one, the only, Devin Morris. 2000. What's up? Now, you will notice this week on our podcast, we're going to be a little bit more well-behaved. We have a special guest in studio. So today is actually the Three Preachers and Children's Minister podcast. Allison Jones is live here with us. Yes. yes. She's yes. giving... I can't talk bad about her. Yeah, well, you could, but... Probably so, be dangerous. So every other week you're assuming she's not listening to us? Is that what you mean? I know she doesn't listen. I do not listen. Oh, okay. Ouch, well... There's I'm a, sorry. There's uh, a promotion, promotion It must be a wife podcast. thing because neither does mine, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. That's how to promote the podcast. Does your Kaylee, wife listen? Kaylee once listened to one part of one. <laughs> once listened to one part. <laughs> she has heard what? Olive's intro, right? Uh, yeah, she just comes in and listens to Olive. She listens to Olive's intro. So about. that's the one part? Yes, yeah, well, of course. I think, I think they probably all hear us enough during the day that they don't want to yeah, take probably, time. Probably yeah. accurate. Yep. Probably accurate. Well, Allison's coming. She's going to talk to us about VBS here in a minute. Uh, well, that's what she thinks she's going to talk about. But really... We're, we brought her in to ask her questions about Chris. We I, I just, think I'd rather talk about that. You want to talk about Chris? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, this could be, this might be your last podcast, Chris. <laughs> <It> might be. <laughs> the most interesting man in my own mind. I've, been, I've already been instructed on what to say. Oh, oh. Talk about the intelligence level, his athleticism. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've I see there's a bullet list right in front of the house, and yeah. I don't yeah. think Chris really good so far. Her. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all yeah. I got. Yeah. That's pretty good, though. We'll go with that. Hey, do you think we could run down the hall and get Krista, maybe do some counseling in here while we're at it, just you know, and just knock it all out? I think we should have, like, a preacher's um, combine. Like we run the 40, 5, 10, 5, standing long jump, vertical what jump. What would a preacher's combine look like? That'd be 225 good. or reps. What, what would it be? No, it's got to be preacher-related. You can't, like, like who cares yeah, how much you From the front pew to the, to the pulpit. Who can how, get there the fastest? How far, when you get hellfire and brimstone, how far does your spittle go when you're preaching? Mm, yeah, yeah that's that'd be, be the long one. distance. That would be a good one. Because I can yeah. tell both. I can tell both of you. You've got something that goes row, quite, a, quite a bit. What row can you spit to? Do I spit a good bit? Oh, I yeah. Do yeah. I really? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. One time I thought you were like, you know, had rabies or something. It was. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Wait, so I do or no, don't? you really do. You really do, but it wasn't I do that spit a lot? Yeah, yeah. That's quite a bit. Like, how far am I getting front row? No, not front row. No. Okay. I mean, it probably lands in the children's offering basket. Oh, man. I did notice this week when you got up that your beard was trimmed, and I felt really bad. Yeah. I felt yeah. like we had somehow 
hurt wow. you deeply enough. And then you, and then Jason makes it worse today by just saying, "Oh, you just didn't cut it even. That's the only problem." I was yeah. like, "Nobody <laughs> asked you for I your opinion, Jason." What was being said? Yeah, yeah I was he like, came he in. He just ha- came in and said, "He yeah, thought he thought that you were making fun of me the way it looks now, but you're making fun of me the way it looks." I was not making fun of you. Joking with Olive. You said I was near Taliban. That is, you were pushing Taliban level. Taliban. Or you could say, or you could say Taliban. Who said Taliban? Who was it that said? You say Taliban. I say Taliban, but some elected. Official said Taliban. Who was it said Taliban? Uh, I don't know, but he probably has orange skin. <laughs> Hair combed over. His favorite book is Two Corinthians. Okay, sorry, we should move, move on. Two, two. That is his best quote is Two Corinthians. <laughs> two Corinthians. That's it. My favorite. That's actually how the British say it. If you're English. What is it? That's probably who. If you're from uh, Europe, that's how they'll. Yeah, I'll say. Bobble, bobble. Oh, I'll say so like he's British. That's what you. That's oh, you oh that's what yeah. he was doing. You yeah. didn't catch but they really do. That's oh, how they sorry, do. sorry. Trump's minister is uh, <laughs> European. <laughs> European. And, uh, he's actually uh, the Church of England. Yeah, so. it'd yeah. be. No, I had to inform Jason. It's not that I didn't cut it. Even said I have. If if I don't have facial hair, if I have just a little stub, it's it's like patchy and like it, so. There's it doesn't grow here, mm-hmm. so I cut it too short, and you can see that, and it's very embarrassing and. No. I feel I feel super self conscious about it. So all of you can all your secrets go out. jump off a bridge because what? All your secrets. It's the are podcast out. fault. We can see the little. Every one. man has a beard to hide something. Let's just be very clear. Uh, <laughs> what's, that, what's that look for? Start Devin? looking around the room. On their face. <laughs> on the, hide something on their face. Okay. Huh. A, a a facial defect. I'm sitting here with three. Well, Brian's in here too. They don't have beards, so. I'm saying that you guys. No one else may notice, but Brian's always in our podcast just for security. He's lurking. He just he just stands there and holds his gun. I'm not sure why. He's He's got his firearms and his Texas Ranger shirt on. He's ready. (laughs) He is full scale lone wolf McQuaid. So if you ever hear us start nervously laughing, it's because Brian's giving us a look. (laughs) Retract. There's certain words we can't mention. I won't say what they are, but. One rhymes with Smode Biden. No, oh, wait, no, that's the last name. Damn, for that. <laughs> You're really bad at that. I'm really bad at that. I didn't say Joe. Oh, no. I said, oh, Chris, how's your week going? It's going okay so far. It's, um, can't get into great detail, but it's been a little, little different, but we're good. Back to full strength. Yeah, that was zero detail. Yeah, that was, that was zero. That's all you're getting. Can't give any details, but. I've got plenty of details. Oh. I'll just say well, I had a minor procedure and got put to sleep, and I had to fast for a whole day. So I was going on like five calories on Monday and wanted to kill people by the time not time rolled around. Oh. I, I ate a whole giant tub of Jello. I was so hungry. Gross. And then I'm just now starting to feel kind of normal today, but Jell-O. we're good. Ready to roll. Uh, That's I, over. We moved on from that. And I'd rather eat grass. Well, when you haven't eaten all day, yeah, I guess it's so. pretty good. Yeah, so. uh, Devin, have you eaten a whole tub of Jello this week? I'm not. Yeah, okay, good. We never got that bad. <laughs> or I resorted to. I did it. Tub of Jello. Happily. For 25 cents a day, you can help Chris Jones eat more than just a <laughs> tub of Jello. <laughs> Send your donations to. Well, that was the extent of my week so far. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, good. I'm glad. Devin, Devin, how's it going? That was good. I mean, we made it through senior days, so uh, you know, it was a good day that, too. Yeah, you make it through that. It was a good day. <clears throat> I think everything uh, went well. Good food. Heard some good things from parents. Um, that was just a long day because I came back and met with some of the kids that night and. Did WCS graduation Monday night and 
Yeah, and now we're just gearing up for summer. That was officially the end of like school year activity, and now next week we'll be getting into summer. So the apocalypse for youth ministers. Yeah, this is the year. The school year is your training for the summer, and the summer comes along, and you see what you're really made of. Mm-hmm. I won't see you guys that much in the summer. You're always gone. Yeah, I think I think David's gone. Are you gone three weeks? Basically, yeah. Yeah, I'm only gone. I'm only going to be gone two weeks. Um, so it won't be as bad. So we'll be around. Yeah. Yep. That's about it. What about you, David? Um. Well, had some big changes around the McLean household this week. Hmm. I made a mistake of showing Jennifer and uh, the girls a picture of kittens on Facebook and. Uh, uh, Long story short, went and got two more kittens yesterday. Uh, so you were kidding? No, I'm not kidding. It is. How many cats you got? Now? I'm not going to disclose that on the podcast. I don't. I don't want to. Make... Is it more than five? I said I'm not going to disclose that. On the podcast. It's more than five. It's between five and seven. <laughs> what's the? Uh, what's you the have six. <laughs> movie about the zoo? What is it? No. Yeah. We... What's it called? Zookeeper, maybe. Zookeeper. Is it the, the zoo? Zookeeper. Oh. It's something about a zoo. We bought a zoo. We bought a zoo. Okay, first of all, nobody asked you to judge my animal situation because we can all sit around and point fingers at the foster dog family or the family that has two horses living inside their house. So maybe we all should just move on from this conversation. I think Brian has this beat. I think Brian has actually horses living inside his house. We've donated. Oh, they're outside. Oh, okay. (laughs) We've donated chickens to Brian's farm, actually. Yeah, how many animals y'all got now? Just one. Just one. Oh, just one? Yes. So. We just David still away. has six cats, but <laughs> but at least I don't bring in puppies and get attached to them and be like oh, and then send them off somewhere else. So. That is a great point, and I'm but, never. But we're that. keeping the puppies from having to live in the pound for two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah see, I would have end up be keeping all the puppies because we Mm-mm. we've fought that before. Yeah, but we want to keep them at the end, and it doesn't it doesn't go well. But see, like we can make a whole podcast. Maybe we should just schedule a podcast on you explaining to me why cats are so bad. Because I'm not saying cats are so bad. I'm saying have six cats is bad. Well, if I told you how I many I grew up with, you would definitely. I don't want to. You hear would it. judge my mom so hard. Yeah, probably. And she doesn't listen to this podcast, so nobody cares. But <laughs> a lot more than six, my friend. A lot more than six. That's so, upsetting. Why is that upsetting? What is that? Well, I knew this girl once. She was at. She went to the last church we were at, and she uh, she's visiting with this boy that was in our youth group and she always kind of like i not to be mean but she smelled like dog you know what i mean and and like just didn't look clean i know i hate to say that and hopefully i'm big enough that no one ever know who i'm talking about but and then i learned that she had six seven dogs something like that and three of them slept in the bed with her like every every and it was just that's that stuff's upsetting. So that's what I guess when I think of you having six cats, it's you going to sleep at night and like you got six cats laying on you sleeping. <laughs> well, that's that it for this week's segment up. segment of Devin judges you by your smells. <laughs> Next a, week he's gonna. <laughs> I have a theory about country people versus city people. Country people, if you grew up in the country, your animals stay outside. Yeah. City people have this I habit yeah, yeah. of keeping their animals indoors. Yeah. If you grew out in the country, it's like animals live outside. Yeah. That's where they go. Our dog stays Man. inside more than our cats do. Our dog like stays inside. inside. Yeah. That's I'm going to tell Kate that. She's going to get real mad. Please don't tell her <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. She's, she's going to get mad that she's not a Well, it's because you're telling her hoping she will practice that, and yeah. that's not going to work. You didn't hear that from me. Either. Yeah. No, I do not sleep with cats around me. That's good to know. No. No. And you should feel better. And they stay outside most of the day, so. Hmm. But they come inside sometimes at night because they're coyotes and... 
Yeah. It's crazy going, and they want to come inside. So, Dude, owls are the worst, though. Be more scared than our cats are so fat. I don't think the owls could carry them off if they tried. Mm. Well, let's move on from this because nobody <laughs> cares about it. Everybody has stopped listening at this point because ninety-eight percent of Americans hate cats. Brian loves cats, so that's all that matters. Yeah, that's all that truly matters. We have uh, something coming up here in a couple of weeks that Miss Allison, middle name Jones, has come to. I don't know your middle name is why didn't Quincy, right? Ashley Lee. Lee. Oh, Ashley Lee. Allison Lee. Um, Bruce Lee. Allison Lee. Allison Lee. <laughs> that explains a lot. Come to tell us about VBS because we got what two weeks, two and a half weeks, yep. something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, coming weeks. up. Mm-hmm. So, Allison, tell us about VBS. Um, VBS is June 11th through the 14th from 6 to 8.30 at night, and our theme this year is Stellar. Um, we're learning how to shine Jesus' light in good times, but we're also going to learn how, that we need to shine Jesus' light even when life gets dark. Mm. Yeah, so Stellar. we'll have, yeah, Stellar. Outer, it's like a space thing. Oh, like, so, oh, I was thinking like when a redneck yells Stella, that we were like, well, we're doing how Stella got her time I back. thought it was Connie Thompson's dog. <laughs> <laughs> the VBS is just about. It's just, like, that was going to be the dog. mascot. So Connie and Greg would bring Stella, Stellar, mm-hmm. yeah. to church. You know, you know, what'd you name that dog? I named her Stella. Stella, yeah. Stella, Stella VBS. Yeah, yeah. Come on over. That's how Stella got a group back. That's more like me now. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So outer space. So, yeah, outer space. So we'll have um, galactic snacks. And um, stellar Bible adventures. What are yeah, galactic, galactic snacks? snacks? Well, the ones that MRE, MRE's. brownies, MREs. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. we uh, got some freeze dried um, <laughs> ice cream. No, that's actually Dippin one of the dots? things that we've really? talked about. Free, yes. Dippin dots. Yeah, Dippin no, dots. That's astronaut food. Freeze dried ice cream, but no, we're gonna have some snacks that that look like shapes of planets and crescent moons and so oranges sliced apples (laughs) some um tortillas made into with cinnamon and (laughs) sugar and butter Brian, you can't just start laughing. You can't yeah. react. I'm sorry, I just got all over the text. Tortillas, sorry. Tortillas. Tortillas. I should say that correctly. I took three years of Spanish. Tortillas. I hope he's listening. Back to BBS. Back to BBS. Yeah, so we'll be doing crafts that are all space themed galactic Play Doh. And um, a solar system bracelet, so we'll be, we'll be a lot of fun things. Games, singing, Bible stories. And who should be there? Everybody should be there. Uh, three years old through just completed fifth grade. Just completed fifth yes, grade. Yes, just completed fifth. Mm-hmm. So for our members. Yes, I need, yeah, I need the members to register before the end of May. Okay. Is there anything you need from our members the week of? Do you need volunteers? you need workers? I actually have all of my volunteers. That's Whoa. never happened before, so I'm super excited go, about that. Day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will need some people the week before um, to come help decorate. That would be great. Decorating. Decorating What's your plan then, every day, or is it just uh, a, Every day, all day. Yeah, well, we have to wait till the, ki- the kids get out of the daycare kids. So it'll be afternoon. So it'll be, yeah. Like it'll six be like, later than six. Six five or six o'clock. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have anything to do that week, so June fifth through the tenth is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, we're yes. up here late. Saturday. Working. We're up here till eleven, twelve. Chris has to make me go home. Mm. Come and help set up, and uh, of course all the information for registering free registering kids. That's on website or yes, yes. It's it's in the West, West County. Go put a link email in the podcast too. It's, it's on Facebook. As well, show notes. Now, the maybe, children's ministry page and the family page. Let's put you really on the spot. See what okay. answers oh, the question. 
Let's, as, let's assume I don't know what VBS is. Okay. Tell me why I should send my kid to VBS. Oh, VBS. Vacation Bible School because they are going to have a great time learning about Jesus and how he um, is everything you need when you're happy, everything you need when you're sad, and, and how to share Jesus with other people. So they'll, they'll learn and they'll have a good time while they're, while they're learning. Well, I'm sold. I guess I'm sending my fifth grader. So... Devin, are you sending yours? Too. Oh, yeah, Olive's going. I'm thinking about being here. I hear you're actually going to be the one dancing during the songs. No. Oh, <laughs> that was really quick. That was really, Now yeah. he answers questions. If, if, you would, if that happens, it is the apocalypse. Like all these people that are predicting the end of the age, you would know. It's done. Like, just, just follow me though here, Chris. We're going down. You can wear a pair of shorts and flip-flops no. and dance. No. Like, please. Two things there. <laughs> me dancing during VBS and flip-flops, neither are going to happen. If I gave you 20 bucks, would you do it? No, no. no. What if, I, what if we, I'll throw in 20 and make it 40? If, if no. you got 40 yeah. bucks a night, no. Oh, no. open-toed shoes, Chris. No. We'll not do it. That is a bridge too far, my friend. <laughs> a night? 40 bucks a night? I may go down. You may have to put it like a, a gun on me, and I might not do That's it. That's 160 still. bucks for wearing flip-flops. No. It's just a standard. It's a, it's a man thing. I just don't do it. What if there was like a congregational love offering? No. <laughs> You know, and we everyone could just donate every night if That's you were their to wear open toed shoes. What if the elders came to you and said, in order to make a more uh, a welcoming atmosphere, we want all of our yeah. ministers yeah. and staff I would to be looking for filling another job. out the application. <laughs> <laughs> what? That was, I was seriously doubt no their wisdom. No way going to make Chris crack. <laughs> There's no way that you no. were. What if somebody came and said, I will pay for... I will back pay you for Carlin's education. No. I'll pay for Emory's oh, education. And Anna yeah, Grace's. Not, not no, this gets back into, like, if I asked you, like, we have this conversation, so we'll drive by, like, a swamp, and I'll say, oh. if I gave you $100,000, would you swim across that this swamp? Is, and she'll go, say no. no. I I would not do it. If no. I gave you $500,000, no. would you swim across yes. that swamp? No. Absolutely not. Okay, so how is that different? I'll no. swim across the swamp. Because that's dangerous. Wearing the flip-flops, flip-flops is not dangerous. My mortgage is coming up. I'll do it for $1,000. <laughs> I will swim across the swamp with alligators before I'll wear the flip-flops. I believe that. Wow. I believe that. Wow, you learn something new every I'm day. It's weird. I've got some weird things. That's yes. one of them. That's definitely one of them. Well, Allison, is there anything else we need to know about VBS? No, I can't think of anything. Hey, I, I will say this will be about my second, third VBS has been here, and it's a pretty big deal. Lots of kids. Lots of people come. And, uh, the decorations and, are unbelievable. And John Basin does oh, an unbelievable Basin job kills it of decorating the, the set. Yep. Is he, is, so what's he doing it's, with stage this year? Do you it know? is. Yeah, I do. Is it going to be do. Like There's going to be a rover. What? Yeah, there's going to be a comet. A lunar, a lunar lander? A, yeah, it's going to be really cool. Wow. Cool. John Beeson is over the top, man. Wow. Yep. I, we couldn't do it without him. He's a multi-talented period. guy. He could arrest you. He could paint a painting that's... Of you being arrested. The top. Yeah, he could do that. While he's um, cracking jokes. And he could crack jokes. And the whole jokes. time he's cracking jokes. And then build a prison out of cardboard to put you in after he's arrested you. And he looks like Kenny Loggins a little bit, too, on top of that. So. That's mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, he kind of... Yeah. I thought yeah, going on. Well, thank you, Allison, for coming You're in welcome. And, Thanks, Allison. And sharing so much stuff about Chris. And Anytime. I, I really feel like if I titled this podcast, Allison and Chris Go at Each Other... We'll have like a thousand people watching it <laughs> yeah, or listening sure. to it. Yeah, It'd be the highest viewed or listened to podcast we have. I'll just say this: if we went after each other, it would be like a lifetime original television show. <laughs> yep. Because at some point, I would go to sleep and I would have like an ice pick stuck through my eye. Mm. 
It'd be well, like a mystery. What happens to preacher? Preacher dies in his sleep. It'd be like a mystery. <laughs> That's oh, what would happen. If, if there was an ice pick through your eye, though, is it really a mystery? Like, I mean, he fell. He didn't die in his <laughs> he sleep. And fell. He was stabbed through his face. <laughs> Whew. My you goodness. You don't play with Allison Lee. We're definitely going to get calls this week after, after this one. <laughs> Are y'all murdering each other there? I hope not. Oh, well, um, I don't really know how to transition to our passage of the week without uh, trying to figure out how this fits into yeah, our does that sermon. Fit into, what is the sermon? What is the sermon this week? It's the uh, just, please tell me it's on murder. So it's it's on <laughs> convenience. Uh, convenience. Sin of convenience. Yeah, that's okay. really tie in. Seven sins of suburb. Seven deadly sins of suburbia. Okay. Convenience. So we want to do what's easy. Convenience. Okay. Convenient. Uh, we want to do. We want to do. We want to kill. Allison wants to kill Chris. That'd be the convenient. Because that'd be the convenient option. She would have to deal with me anymore. I'd be quiet. That brings us to our passage here in Matthew <laughs> chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. We're going to read our passage now. Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the road is broad that leads to destruction, and there are many who go through it. How narrow is the gate and difficult the road that leads to life? And few find it. Okay, so I'm definitely seeing convenience in this passage. Oh, big time! What, what, what were you thinking? I, I know you don't, you, know, you can't give away your sermon uh, because then no one will listen, right? That's it. It's got to be a surprise. the The whole thing, like the Sermon on the Mount, what's re- really interesting. This is the close of it. So he's kind of like any good preacher. You come to your you know commitment challenge. This is the challenge part of the sermon. And he's getting down to this. He's laying out, and this is a very common thing in Judaism. He's giving you two paths. So think of Elijah on Mount Carmel. You know, how long will you waver between two opinions? You know, choose life. Uh, Joshua and Moses do the same thing. Choose life or choose death. And so this is a very common motif where there's no neutrality. There's one way or the other. You're either on the path of destruction or you're on the path of righteousness. And there's no middle ground here. There's no spiritual stagnation. You're either becoming a more heavenly creature or a more hellish creature, according to C.S. Lewis. And I think Lewis is right about that. So this is was meant to be shocking. These people thought that they were saved based on their pedigree with Abraham. And he's telling them really quick, most people are not saved. And few are saved. And that's, that's not a popular doctrine these days to hear. And it was meant to shock people then. It's meant to shock people now. So it's shocking to hear, like most people are on this broad, easy path. The convenient path is the broad path. It's, it doesn't challenge you. It doesn't ask anything of you. But the inconvenient path is the narrow path that Jesus calls us to. And, and I heard one theologian say that, I believe it was Tim Keller, uh, that said that it's so narrow you have to go one by one. In other words, it's a personal decision you must make. It can't be your pedigree of your parents or your grandparents it's your personal decision to follow cross so you have to line up one by one to make this decision and you got to leave all this other stuff behind you can't carry greed and malice and lust with you on this path you got to leave it behind and i thought that was a really good way to look at it but that's kind of the direction we're going yeah so narrow you got to go one by one that's pretty yeah oh, that's a good little uh preacherism it is keller's good at that stuff pulling those things out of this pa- it's sad that he passed recently but yeah He's a brilliant, brilliant expositor of the Bible. Any, anything you guys see in this that, that you would pull from this passage? Well, I like that you're going with convenience here, um, looking at this, just it being convenient to do the more broadly accepted 
broadly accepted thing. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm thinking for like our for our people, our congregation. Like, what is what's convenient? And I think it's convenient to do spirituality and do church things the way that everybody else does church things and does spirituality. And I know comparing is going to be one of ours, but I feel like that falls into it. Like it, that's comparing is going to be one of our subjects later on, topics later on um, down the series. But I think it fits into here too, where it's um, well, what is what's so and so? You know, how many times are they going to church? A week? You know, what you know events are they participating in? What ministries are they a part of? And it's convenient because hey, you like some people that are involved in that ministry or it's the most widely attended thing and so you'll just go to those because it's convenient and uh, I guess that's where my mind goes to first is making church life doing what you can or falling into the easy route of doing whatever making church convenient for you I don't know does that make sense? yeah it does I think of easy when I think of convenient like what's easier and so one of my things is you know, not being pushed. Like we don't want to be pushed to do more or to be like it's just which it's easier. It's easier to to do what we've always done. It's easier to just kind of keep the status quo, or it's easier to to just to just be. You know, and it's like not really being pushed. And I just see like the wide path. You know, the narrow one. That's a that's a harder one to navigate. That's a harder one to be on. That's going to take some challenges. That's going to take some some being pushed. But that wider one might be easier. And I think about. Uh, we were talking about Atlanta traffic earlier at lunch, how terrible Atlanta traffic is. And I think somebody says like eight lanes or something now. I'm actually the weirdo that actually prefers that. I would rather prefer eight, I prefer eight lanes of traffic in Atlanta and maneuvering my way through eight lanes of traffic. It's easier for me than getting stuck on a two lane highway in the middle of nowhere, Arkansas, because I've been there and done it, and stuck behind tractor trailer. And I think that's a harder path to navigate. That's harder to get around people. Are, and so when people start talking about, oh, Atlanta's got like eight lanes of traffic, I'm like, oh, that's the life. Like, that's, where, that's where I want to go. Because for me, that, that the, the more space I have to move, the easier it is. So when I think of broader and narrow, I think of easier, harder. The wider path is easier. That, that broad path is easy to walk. It's easy to maneuver around people. It's easier to move where everybody else is going. It's harder on the narrow one. And so my challenge for me is, am I being pushed or do I want to just stay where I am? Do I want to, do I want to be challenged or keep the status quo? for my faith. And that can, of course, that's very generic and very broad, but there's a lot of way to apply that. I think your, your definition of convenience, it's the one I'm going to use Sunday, is um, easy is, is better, easiest is best. That's kind of how we look at things. Like whatever is easy, that's what I'm going to, I'm going to pick that path. And like an example would be, you'll hear these coaches, like big name college football coaches, they'll take a new job. And it'll be, you know, if they're a person of faith, you'll hear this. And I'm not trying to judge them, but I'm, this is what you hear. They'll say, you know, I got this new job at this Power 5 program, and God opened this door for me. And it just always seems that God opens the door where there's more money <laughs> and more ease. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe that, that's not the way to look at it, that sometimes God calls you on the, the, the least convenient path. Like I always think of Mary. I go back to her example. She's carrying the Son of God in her womb. So you would think you've been chosen to be the vessel for the Messiah. He's going to be in your stomach growing. I mean, he is the son of God. And the path for, her, for she and Joseph is anything but convenient. It's very difficult. And they have to go travel to Bethlehem while she's nine months pregnant. They get there. There's no place to stay. They have to run for their lives. They have to go to Egypt. They come home, 
and they're probably looked down upon. So sometimes God's way is not the convenient, easy way. Most of the time it's not. And the one way to think of this is anything worth having in this world is difficult. Like that's how God baked this universe. It's how he made it. It's like baked into the structure of how things are that, you know, easy things are usually not better. Difficult things are better. And think about it. Everything you've ever had in your life that was worth having was difficult. Like parenting is not easy. You know, having a lifelong relationship in a marriage, you have to work at that. These these are not easy things. Yeah, going back and thinking of it's it's not like fasting is not easy and it nor is it nor does it become a convenient thing, especially if you have any kind of social life where or a ministry, you know, where you got, you know, this person wants to go eat lunch with you or you're meeting with the kid. I think I'm finding that more and more. Like, I'm able to make excuses because it's not convenient for me. Um, I don't know. I feel like every once in a while you just got to wake up to that. Hopefully this hopefully this Sunday that's what it'll do for a lot of us is just thinking about um, what are some easy paths we're taking. I think I'm doing that. I think I've been convicted lately, especially fasting. I think I've, 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 I used to be, pretty good at it and lately it's just it's not convenient well i gotta gonna be doing this this day and i'm not finding that time to do it because it's not convenient and i don't know convicting myself sitting here thinking about it it's not convenient to do spiritual inventory personal inventory to ask tough questions about your spiritual walk that's not convenient it's not convenient to ask your kids about who they're running around with getting involved in their life, knowing the names of their friends and their parents, that's not convenient. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that are not convenient, but the devil wants us to go to sleep at the will. That's what he wants, and just mm-hmm. drift. Now, I'm, I'm afraid many Christians are drifting. I think that's what we're doing. We're in a book called Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, and there's that concept. She hasn't used it in that way, but the importance of setting boundaries, the importance of... Um, having tough conversations and things like that those are definitely not easy things and like even at four years old like thinking about the way you talk to your daughter and the things you compliment her on and like all this kind of stuff like uh that like really it requires you to like change the way you think about some fundamental stuff it's not convenient is it yeah not easy no it's exhausting Mm -hmm. i mean like making sure that because i've been that's been my biggest thing with the girls is I'm very careful about what I say, what I don't say, certain words I won't use because they're all going to walk away in life with a complex from every other arena in their life. I do not want to be right. Don't want to be one of them. one of them that and so it's exhausting. So it would just be easier to say whatever I wanted to say or do whatever I you know in the moment felt like. But it's exhausting to mentally always check every word you're saying and make sure you you know just are not giving them some kind of. Well, my parents talked to me that way, and I grew up fine. Yeah, you know, I turned out fine. You know, yeah. I think that's the mentality we have, and that's well, the easy like default. Well, a lot of people survive plane crashes, but that doesn't mean we need to sign up it for one. Doesn't mean we all need to go. Hey, let's go! I survived that plane crash. Let's sign up for of, another one. A lot of people come out of a crack addict, a crack addiction, and yeah. you know, and they're fine they're afterwards. Fine. So. Yeah, so let's all try that. Yeah, out. All... It's just so crazy how we think and reason mm-hmm. sometimes. Which we need to we need to wrap this up because uh, we're already over time, but. Uh, talking about some of the stuff at the end, I wanted to take a second and plug that we've uh, we've talked and um, about the podcast, Futures Podcast, and something we want to do is kind of change the format of our podcast and talk about some of these things that that were really maybe maybe all of you are struggling with, uh, whether it's parenting, 
um, you know, dealing with our kids or current events, current topics going on, things going on. So next week on our podcast, we're going to uh, kind of change it up a little bit. Uh, in case you don't know, Chris is a walking bank of random knowledge. He reads <laughs> yeah. about all kinds of stuff. Useless but, knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> And so uh, I want to encourage you as listeners to, to you know, stick, stick with us uh, over the next several weeks you know, as we change up our format a little bit, maybe, maybe talk to where you are in life or somebody you know is in life and, and give a biblical worldview of things going on or, or how to, to deal with, with different subjects. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it too. It. But I enjoy the podcast. I enjoy doing it. It's a good time. Yep. It's the highlight of my week. Hope is the highlight of all your week. Should I close it out, Damon? Because I don't. Yeah, I'm gonna steal from you. Man, do it. I uh, hope you are finding ways to um, t- and peace and love. <laughs> is that how you do it? He says, no. "Live long and prosper." Oh, I <laughs> pray that you're looking for ways to love and serve your neighbor in genuine and sincere ways. Peace and love. Perfect. <laughs>